As we celebrate March as National Reading Month, WOKV acknowledges Dr. Jennifer Blaylock, the driving force behind Literacy Pros of Jacksonville, a nonprofit all-volunteer organization dedicated to enriching the lives of children and teens through the power of literacy, sporting a doctorate in organizational and higher education leadership from Nova Southeastern University, a master's in adult education from the University of Southern Mississippi, and a Bachelor of Arts in English from Mercyhurst University, Blaylock uses reading as a platform for success. Reading inspires us to achieve, she says, to become what we dream of because we have read of the possibilities to do so. This year, Literacy Pros initiated a youth literacy campaign entitled Hashtag Why Read to encourage teens to read by featuring local student leaders on billboards who love to do so. Using why as a play on the word youth, the campaign chose Duval County youth athletes, school leaders, dancers, cheerleaders, band members, and service members to be featured on billboards displayed throughout Jacksonville to celebrate and inspire others to, well, read. Community youth leaders were identified through programs such as the Mayor's Youth at Work Program, the Mayor's Young Leaders Advisory Council, and the Youth Advisory Leadership Council. Youth leaders also share their love for reading and how reading has changed their lives on social media. According to Blaylock, the premise of the hashtag Why Read campaign is simple. Teens encourage other teens to read because it's cool. And of course, reading will change lives for the better. Teens are also encouraged to post photos of their favorite books on social media with the hashtag why read? Reading is an important activity. It has positive benefits and they do it. So why shouldn't you? Why wouldn't you read, right? So therein lies the Why Read initiative. Blaylock believes that tapping into Jacksonville youth will motivate others to appreciate Jacksonville's young leaders. So many times we hear the negative stories about youth in Jacksonville, but in my experience, and in the experience of literacy pros, we know that there are so many wonderful young leaders out there in our communities who are doing great things, and in many instances, whose great things are inspired by reading, reading about other historical figures, reading about events from the past, reading about fiction, and dreaming of faraway lands, and writing as well as a result of that. The campaign identifies youth as role models and connects them with reading as a positive activity. And we can continue to celebrate and recognize young people who are the future of our community and are doing so by reading and exposing themselves to new ideas, new thoughts, and being able to be agents of change and advocates in our community. Blaylock endeavors to remain a catalyst for the youth who serve as role models. For a young black male to be featured for positive reasons and to be admired for doing incredible things that he's doing on and off the field, um, I think that's really important. And so this is helping prepare these young people for college. The young lady who is the cheerleader, she competed in the Miss Rains program. I know she's preparing for college. So for a lot of these youth in the different programs I've worked with, I see them, uh, many of them go on to be hold leadership roles in college. Many of them are able to get scholarships. So I think that the stuff that they're doing, if we focus on that and help them transfer that to new opportunities, we're doing them the service that they deserve. Allowing youth the ability to select titles that reflect what they're interested in is a game changer, Blaylock says. We must, she adds, divorce ourselves from preconceived notions of what literature must be. When we embrace the autonomy and allow and inform youth to select 
stories that speak to their experience by writers who look like them, who speak like them. The connectivity that they can build and the love of reading is inspired by that. Who wants to read about something that you can't relate to? It becomes a chore. But when we invite youth to show us the way and to identify contemporary authors and to share and even to embrace things like music that we sometimes don't see the art or beauty of. Many of these youth will tell you the lyrics to songs, whether it's people that we don't understand what they're saying. That's what the youth of today can tell us and it can educate us on. All program books are vetted. Violence, bias, hatred, or discrimination is not allowed. Titles are chosen to open safe and powerful venues within the world of fiction and nonfiction, politics, athletics, business, leadership, college prep, careers, and goal setting. Blaylock says that all preconceived notions must remain at the door. Youth read what interests them, she says, and we must challenge the status quo of deciding what quality literature is and what we want teens to read. Keeping in mind that a lot of these great authors that we have now as established in the canon and and great literary works during their time, they weren't appreciated, right? Most of them experienced their level of acceptance and success posthumously. So I think we need to check ourselves on that, some of those preconceived notions of what genuine literature is. And then, yes, seeing other youth out there who are doing cool things like being a cheerleader, being a student leader, volunteering, et cetera, and they read books, wow, that's cool. I can do that. I can be an athlete. I can be a leader. I can be a good student and still be cool and be accepted by my peers. So that's the idea is to attack some of those stereotypes on both ends of the coin, right, that youth can show us the way if we allow them to. And youth voice and self-advocacy and agency is critical to increasing supporting a love of reading. Blaylock noted that youth read in bite sizes. Even reading the phone requires a level of literacy, so a love of reading anything can expand skill sets. How can we then transfer that into workable skills, preparing you for the workforce, preparing you for college? I think there are ways to do that. We've just got to be innovative. We've got to be creative. They're online all day, even when they're doing virtual learning. That requires a level of literacy, right? So we've got to expand on that and use things like video, use things that are innovative, animation, um, graphic novels. Youth love those. What's wrong with that? They're still reading, and that's a good thing. Books look differently than they looked when I was a youth, and that's okay. It's, It's change, and change is good. Literacy programs vary. The program, it takes different shape, form, and fashion, right? We've got to meet youth where they are when they're ready for it. So, for example, we did a program with a middle school where we went in during an activity period and we had a book club. We've also worked with the YMCA team program, and that was an after-school program where we provided them with books. We've also provided books and worked with some of the juvenile uh, correctional facilities. And what we did there, and I want to emphasize this, we asked them to ask the youth What books did they want to read? And they were fantastic recommendations. They really were. And by listening to them, we were able to provide books that meant something to them, that were interesting to them, and that can hopefully change their lives like books did and were transformational for many of us throughout our youth. Blaylock is no stranger to networking. Working with the Johnson YMCA teen program, Literacy Pros established a book club that met once a month to read Chase the Lion, a Christian book on goal setting. Chase the Lion is about goal setting. They also get a planner. By participating in that book club, they then get to select which books they want to read next. Now, believe it or not, 
kids of all ages, uh, even adults, like people reading to them. So reading together is important, even if it's just five or 10 minutes. Being exposed to things is, is new ideas different ways of writing, different ways of thinking. It's always a benefit as well. The City of Jacksonville's Special Committee on Social Justice and Community Investment awarded Literacy Pros $20,000 for the hashtag Why Read campaign. Garnering the money was not an easy task. Literacy Pros presented to a nine-member sub-panel five times before the campaign was passed to full council for approval. One of the things that the chair of the Social Justice Committee wanted to focus on was socioeconomic mobility. And we know that in order to increase your likelihood of graduating from high school, of going on to complete a trade and or going to college, and then pursuing a career rather than a job, right, a career that provides that socioeconomic mobility, we know that literacy levels are very, very important and contribute positively to that. When you look at the percentage of individuals who are incarcerated, their literacy levels are typically lower. Uh, They're behind grade level. If you look at the campaign for grade level reading, that really sets a benchmark in the state of Florida that, you know, by third grade, if you are below, if you are one or more grades below your grade level in reading, it becomes that much more difficult every year beyond that to catch up, right? So you're at a disadvantage. So we want to start targeting and promoting programs. However, that doesn't mean that as you go on and grow, you know, into middle school and high school, that you should stop reading or developing positive reading skills and reading as a way of life that continues throughout your life. For Blaylock, who grew up below the poverty level and whose mother received but an eighth grade education, literacy prose means a lot to her. I can remember how transformational it was to go to the public library in my small hometown and select books. Having the freedom to select my own books was so transformational to me, to read about others and to see others out there doing incredible things in faraway lands, which really weren't so far after all, right, but seemed that way to a young girl. That was really, really important to me. It means a lot to see these young people, whom I care about a great deal, being applauded for doing great things, because that's the good news we need to focus on. That's where the opportunity rests, is in promoting positive behavior and giving youth the opportunity to be their own role models, which I think is really important. Uh, We need to stop prescribing to them what it looks like and allowing them to inform and guide what it can look like and to teach us. And I think meeting them halfway and being collaborative is really how we need to move forward. And they taught me that. I learned that. I'm a mom of a 24-year-old, and I was just like every other parent. You know, this is what you need to do. And I learned that it's not a dictatorship. It's a partnership. It's a collaboration. And that really is about building leaders uh, for tomorrow and for today, because I think they're leading our community now if we let them. Blaylock plans to grow the program nationally. We would love to see young people across the United States, across the globe, affirming that reading is cool, that reading can change your life. And then, you know, that's segueing into them writing. But we want them to be in charge of their own story. You know, when you look at corporate storytelling, right, like that's a thing now. But really, at the end of the day, we want our youth to be in charge of their own stories. And that means learning and reading from others, but then also crafting their own narrative, because for so long, that narrative focused on the negative, and, and we want to be purveyors of positive stories and positive narratives and helping people turn the corner if they've had some challenges. Uh, and so I think across the nation, boy, couldn't we use more of that good news? I think it's time to, to promote the youth and let them show us the way because they're ready to do that. 
Blaylock is determined to highlight America's youth. Again, we know that there's a lot of negative news and statistics and a fear of the youth of today, which I think is is not accurate at all. There are more youth out there doing incredible things who should be applauded and recognized and celebrated than we could ever imagine. And I've had the pleasure of seeing so many of those up close and personal through the various uh, work that I've done with the city of Jacksonville and in this role. Blaylock remains humbled about spearheading a program that changes the trajectory of lives of the young. I can be a conduit of connection or a bridge to information or to access, but at the end of the day, I'm not changing anybody's lives. These young people are changing the world and they're changing their own lives. And I'm just recognizing their ability to do that. And that has been really transformational for me because the power to do that and to change and to inspire and to impress, that's already there. If I can contribute to or cheer that on or be a facilitator, I am proud and privileged to do that. But ultimately, it's already there. And I am just honored and humbled to be a part of the journey and that they would invite us to be a part of their incredible journeys. Because, man, some of the the challenges and adversity that these young people are balancing and the things they're still achieving in spite of that. You know, I look back on my own childhood and some of the things I had to to endure and to, to triumph. And, man, they're inspiring me that they are committed to persisting and pursuing and dreaming. They're dreaming big, and that's so impressive to me. They're not confined by our preconceived stereotypes or limitations. They're ready for whatever the world presents them with, but they've got dreams, and these books and and these conversations and these moments to be celebrated are hopefully bringing them closer to those dreams, and that's what excites and inspires me because I I already know. I I mean, I just got a call last week from a student I worked with uh, in a, a leadership program through the city of Jacks who sees an acceptance to Harvard Law. And I had no doubt from the first time I met her that she was going to do that because that was in her. That wasn't me. I just, I'm along for the ride as much as they'll let me. And and I think that's that's a challenge to all of us. Let's not be critics. Um, Let's be champions. Let's be cheerleaders. And let's ask how we can help and how we can support versus assuming what we think they need because they'll tell us. They'll tell us if we listen and we're open to hearing what they have to say. And that's the challenge. So I think I invite everybody to start listening and to start asking, how can I help? How can I be a champion? The static billboards are located on 95 South and the Gold Fair Boulevard exit. And the digital billboards provided by Clear Channel are dispersed throughout Duval County. Noted as Literacy Pro's most important resource, volunteers are needed to read to children, organize events, outreach, and fundraise to keep universal literacy within the community. So we conclude with the words of Dr. Seuss. The more that you read, the more things you will know. The more you learn, the more places you'll go. You can find magic wherever you look. Sit back, relax. All you need is a book. Vuciavidi 104.5 WOKV. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.